This week's episode is brought to you by Bureau Veritas. At Bureau Veritas, each and every member of the team is by your side to help you navigate your decarbonization journey. This is Green Seas, the podcast by Tradewinds about the environment and the business of the ocean. I'm Eric Priante Martin, and today we're going to hear from the chief executive of one of Japan's and the world's biggest ship owners and operators about the course his company is plotting to a net zero future. This week, the Tradewinds team was in Tokyo for our annual forum in the Japanese capital. And our editor-in-chief, Julian Bray, sat down on the stage with Takeshi Hashimoto, the chief executive of shipping giant Mitsui OSK Lines, or MOL. The company has been busy on many fronts in shipping's green transition, although it remains heavily involved in the fossil fuel space. It has been working on developing ships to carry captured carbon, on wind-propelled vessels, and on methanol and hydrogen-fueled shipping. And that's just a few of its initiatives. And Hashimoto told Julian that the company wants to set a clear and achievable pathway to its goal of net-zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050, even if the details of how to get there aren't currently clear. And he said that so its commitment is more than just propaganda. Julian will take the conversation from here. Now for this next uh, session, around uh, 20 minutes or so, it's uh, my uh, great uh, pleasure and uh, honor to be joined by uh, Takeshi Hashimoto, the CEO of Mitsui OSK Lines here. Now, as many of you know, Mitsui OSK Lines is one of the world's biggest and arguably most influential ship owners at last count over 800 ships, a global leader in LNG carriers, in car carriers, in a fleet of 150 tankers, almost, almost disappears into the scale of the, the overall operation. And Hashimoto-san, in the two and a half years he has held this role, has been driving a, a program of rapid change and renewal, uh, which is uh, fascinating to watch from outside. And in fact, uh, Mr. Hashimoto, if I may say, we have something of a standing joke in our editorial office at the moment that, uh, that uh, runs as, so what has MOL done today? There is an, an announcement virtually every day of some significance, frankly, some initiative, some development program, a policy announcement, an investment. How are you managing this rate of change and do you feel you're being successful so far? Yeah, uh, Julian, thank you. Thank you very much. But uh, I, I appreciate your word. Yes, uh, that uh, uh, it's quite uh, the, uh, the, uh, special uh, time for us. Uh, the, of course, that, uh, the, uh, the quite many years the, uh, we recognize that uh, the, the, the world is rapidly changing and then uh, the, it's ki kind of a bit uh, the, uh, frustrated feeling uh, among our organization that we are uh, a little bit behind uh, the, uh, the, uh, compared to that, uh, the, the speed of the global change. Perhaps not very much in the shipping industry. However, that, uh, the, if you look at that, uh, the, uh, other industries, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the group, the, uh, the world is changing the very, very rapidly. And uh, the, uh, the more and more that uh, the, uh, the shipping industry like us are uh, facing the difficulty to attract good, talented people. 
to come and join us uh, to work together. So that, that kind of the situation is uh, a bit frustrated and uh, then uh, uh, due to that uh, the, uh, the quite fantastic uh, financial results in past two and three years. Now our uh, balance sheet uh, dramatically improved and uh, that, uh, that, uh, there are so many things we really wanted to do, but it's a, uh, uh, in the past it was a bit uh, difficult because of the resource issues, that, uh, the financial resource and human resource and uh, the, uh, technical resources, but uh, the, nowadays that, uh, the, uh, we feel that it's a time that to, uh, to tackle with that, that those things, and uh, that if we want that we can do it, uh, Perhaps that, that, that it, it's uh, one of the rare, rare opportunities in decades uh, in our industry. So that, uh, that uh, okay, that we, we decided that, uh, that, uh, that uh, to materialize uh, as much as uh, possible. That, that is uh, that, uh, the MOL as of today. I'm fascinated to hear you say that because, as I mentioned in my opening remarks, many ship owners, most ship owners in fact, the buoyant markets of the last few years, that debt has been paid down and many ship owners have almost more cash than they know what to do with. Many are giving back large amounts to their shareholders. Um, many are paying down debts. Relatively few, frankly, are making investments both in equipment, capital, and in operations that perhaps the challenges that today are required. Are you nervous about the capital spending that you are making in this, in the context of that? Yeah, of course, that, uh, the, uh, we, we have to be careful about uh, the risk management and uh, the, uh, uh, every single investment uh, will, uh, will come together with some kind of uh, the, the project risks and market risks and uh, the, uh, uh, et cetera. Uh, however, that, uh, that is uh, not a normal thing for the business. And uh, the, the perhaps that nowadays that, 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 that the people uh, the, uh, uh, un, uh, participated in the panel uh, this afternoon uh, pointed out that there are so many different options and the technical confusions, and so that uh, it's, it's a bit uh, the difficult, difficult time for us uh, to concentrate uh, that what kind of the area or, or will be that uh, good, good, good part of the investment. I, I agree, but, uh, but that, uh, because of that, uh, I think that uh, it will uh, provide us that uh, the, uh, the quite uh, unique and uh, the interesting uh, the opportunities uh, that if we have uh, the clearer idea than our competitors, then uh, we, can, we can establish that our own position in the industry and uh, then to enhance it and to differentiate uh, ourselves uh, from our others. Maybe, maybe uh, we, we, uh, we are not 100% uh, correct and so that, uh, the, uh, the perhaps that, uh, that we will have some, some mistakes, but uh, the, uh, if, if, if we will try that 10 times and to get uh, that uh, good result, 
seven or eight out of ten, and it's to me it's the the, the, the quite quite enough. How have you changed the organisation mm. to make it able to take those decisions, to reinvent itself, to act quickly? Yeah, that that is a uh, 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 quite big challenge, uh, to be honest. Uh, so that uh, uh, traditionally, uh, our uh, uh, we are operating company, and uh, uh, the many number of uh, our people uh, are quite uh, quite uh, good operator of the business. Uh, however, that uh, the, the changing uh, changing that uh, the portfolio or changing that uh, the. Uh, uh, organization, etc., is not uh, the, uh, our uh, specialty. <laughs> so that, therefore, that uh, uh, tell you the truth that uh, the, uh, the because of the relatively uh, the, uh, relatively uh, uh, rich uh, the cash flow uh, today, that uh, we uh, we are not. Uh, we do not hesitate uh, to spend the money uh, for that, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the service that provided by the uh, outside, the consulting service and the advisory services and uh, so many, uh, so many things. Uh, at the same time, that the, uh, we decided that to to, to change that uh, the, uh, the basic attitude of the management team, including myself, that uh, the, the traveling around and uh, the, uh, the, to. Uh, to be the part of uh, the, the forums and the conference and uh, like like this, so that uh, the, uh, try to try to exchange opinion and uh, the, uh, the mingle with the people and uh, the, the catch up uh, with uh, the European, the Americans, and also that that need to understand what is really going to the, uh, going on in the, uh, uh, emerging market uh, like uh, the, uh, uh, India or. Uh, uh, South America, etc. So that all uh, these uh, activities uh, requires that uh, the human resource and budget. Uh, so that, uh, that I, I, uh, I intentionally that, uh, that give them the, the green light. Okay, now now is the time for us uh, to invest. So that uh, the, uh, of course that uh, this will not uh, continue forever. However, but uh, the, uh, the for coming two three years. With a really, really that critical uh, time. So it's a it's a moment of opportunity mm, for yeah, you. Yeah. What are the key elements of the Blue Action Plan mm. 2035 that you unveiled earlier mm. this year? Yeah, that uh, the, uh, the two or three uh, ideas. Uh, starting point is that rather negative, or how can I say that the crisis control type idea. One is that, uh, that obviously that uh, the uh, environmental issues, we, we really need to reduce our emission and uh, the, uh, the Japanese gov uh, government uh, committed to reach is a net zero by 2050 and we uh, as a company, MOL also the, uh, the committed uh, the, uh, to reach uh, uh, net zero by 2050 without knowing the detail of the how to do it. But uh, we, we really need to uh, re uh, realize it, uh, otherwise it, it will be uh, just, uh, just propaganda. So, so th therefore, that, uh, the, uh, we, we, we need to set up that realistic, achievable, 
and uh, 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 achievable the, the time schedule. Uh, uh, that uh, the how, how to achieve that uh, the zero by 2050, and uh, what to do in 2020s, and 2030s, and 2040s, etc. So that is uh, the, uh, definitely one of the very uh, important drive uh, for us uh, to transform our, our organization. Another one is that uh, the. Uh, 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 the, uh, the structural change of the global economy uh, 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 the from, uh, from day one uh, of uh, MOL uh, uh, history. Uh, about uh, 140 years ago, we established uh, in Osaka, and uh, the, the, uh, our main, main duty, our main uh, obligation is to provide the good service to Japanese industries, import and export, so that always that, uh, the Japanese customers first. But that was that, uh, the, uh, the, our motto in majority of our history. However, that, uh, the, uh, the obviously that, uh, that this globalization is that uh, the, uh, even the uh, Japanese industries are moving out to that, uh, the, uh, the, uh, quite many areas uh, outside of Japan. And uh, they, they also uh, 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 developed uh, their own business in outside. Uh, the Toyota is a quite a typical example. So that, uh, that we also need to that, uh, the, uh, internationalize. Uh, so that uh, the, uh, it's, it's quite, uh, quite di uh, difficult uh, that uh, the organization and the people's mindset and perhaps that, uh, the portfolio of the human resources would be necessary. So that, uh, uh, so that these environmental issues and the, uh, the globalization, uh, together with them, that uh, the, uh, I, I recognize that we definitely need to that, uh, that transform our industry. Uh, otherwise, that, uh, the, uh, it's very, very difficult uh, to be uh, sustainable in this industry. Your uh, colleague, uh, Mr. Watanabe, uh, earlier was very, uh, very nimble at not committing to any uh, particular, uh, particular engine and ensuring that, <laughs> en ensuring that uh, the clients come first, which is very good. But could I, could I put this to you? I think many ship owners and some operators are struggling with exactly that issue that how do they continue to survive and prosper commercially even when some of their clients may have a, a, a rising awareness environmental issues um, compared with the costs of decarbonization which today exceed the immediate payback you know how 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 do you answer that, uh, that question today to your shareholders even, mm. that you are investing wisely? Yeah, so that's uh, the, the bit difficult part, uh, that, uh, the especially uh, the, our, invest, our shareholders, the, uh, they need uh, that, the quite solid return every quarter. So that uh, the, uh, I, I must explain to them that, okay, that uh, if, 
if uh, we will uh, just uh, concentrate that, uh, the profit of the this quarter, next quarter, the best way is continue to the construct that uh, the, uh, uh, standard type vessels, uh, perhaps with the scrubber. <laughs> however, however, that uh, the, uh, uh, we will we will have a serious uh, uh, situation after three years, after five years, or perhaps after ten years. We don't know. We don't know. But uh, that uh, the, uh, the, uh, we cannot uh, continue to uh, construct uh, the uh, scrubber type vessels forever. It, it is very very clear. So that uh, the, uh, the COVID-19 gave us a quite good lesson. So that uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, when uh, it uh, started, that uh, the, the uh, old cargoes were banished, and uh, the, uh, the all of a sudden that uh, the, uh, the shipping market uh, went down to the bottom. Then quickly or uh, quickly it, uh, started the recovery, and the container uh, uh, container market was typical that uh, uh, normally that. The average price of the container is 1,000, 2,000 US dollars, became that 8,000, 10,000. But still, our customers uh, could manage to pay because that, uh, the, the, the global supply chain shouldn't be stopped. Yeah. So that uh, the, uh, uh, if necessary, that, uh, that my, my, uh, my observation is that if necessary, global economy can afford to pay the uh, additional cost. Of course, that, that it creates some pain. It's uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the $10,000 that the container market uh, the, uh, continued more than one year. And the, I'm, I admit that the, it created that quite a negative damage to the various uh, the industrial sectors. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that, but uh, it was really. However, that uh, the uh, uh, point is that uh, still that uh, the global economy could manage to pay. I, th I think that is a, a fascinating point, and the costs. Because when you think of the the costs of the fuel transition, although they are quite high, they are nowhere near the costs that uh, were were accepted and paid during the uh, during the, the uh, lockdown and even in some sectors you could argue at the moment such as car carriers with the record rates that isn't having a material slowdown impact on the global trading cars in fact it's at record record levels yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah I must um, I must uh, ask you uh, uh, of your view today on LNG I mean, you are, uh, of course, a, uh, a, has been a pivotal figure in LNG shipping here in uh, Japan as well as globally over the last uh, 20 years. And uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, your fleet is now nearly 100 ships, which is, is uh, astonishing. LNG, though, I think is, it's, it faces, a, it's a, in a, uh, uh, faces two aspects that in many ways, the, the world will be reliant on LNG, the way we are set, for the next 20 or 30 years at scale. Yeah. However, particularly growing in the last two years, there is an increasing criticism of the use of LNG, both for 
land-based power, but also other uses such as fuel in ships, that it is a greenhouse gas, that it isn't truly, truly green, although the emissions are somewhat lower. This is partly tied up with methane, of course, and, and methane slip. Are you concerned by the, um, this pressure on LNG and criticism of it as a fuel, and that will drive redundancy, perhaps, in the, the fleet in the long term? Yeah, that, uh, the, uh, before and after the Ukraine war, I, I feel that some change of the, the people's feelings that uh, the, uh, the reality is, uh, as, uh, the, as Julian uh, uh, quite uh, correctly pointed out, that, uh, that definitely that, uh, the global economy will continue to require natural gas. Uh, so that, uh, the, uh, of course, that, uh, the, uh, it is uh, ideal that to reduce the hydrogen, uh, uh, sorry, that, uh, the, uh, uh, hydrocarbon uh, consumption steadily. However, that, uh, the, I, I think that uh, the, uh, especially in Asian market, uh, we should concentrate uh, that the how to reduce the coal consumption. And coal is quite uh, the, uh, important uh, energy source uh, in Asian market, uh, not only the power production, uh, but also that uh, the, uh, the, uh, the steel, uh, iron and steel industries and cement industries and uh, quite many industries uh, are using that huge, huge volume of the coal and uh, the producing the huge volume of uh, the uh, uh, CO2 emission. So LNG can be the quite uh, good uh, the, uh, alternative uh, to coal. Uh, it is the reason why that, uh, that we expect that uh, the, uh, the potentiality of the, uh, the Asian LNG market uh, will be bigger than the uh, rest of the world. Uh, and uh, of course, that, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, in addition to that, this uh, the, uh, uh, Russian-Ukraine situation uh, added some uh, the, the political, uh, political tension and the, uh, the world uh, uh, cannot continue to rely on the Russian pipeline gas, which, which means that yeah. uh, the, uh, even Europe uh, uh, will uh, need to import uh, LNG, at least for the time being, uh, from uh, Middle East or North America. So my, uh, my analysis is that uh, the, uh, we definitely need that, uh, the, uh, the quite big volume of LNG for coming 20 years, or perhaps 30 years. Uh, we, we will see. It quite uh, depends on that, uh, the combination of the various uh, the different factors. But of course, there will probably be new fuel markets mm -hmm. growing in terms of uh, CO2, mm -hmm. hydrogen, ammonia. Mm -hmm. These are mm -hmm. all markets that I'm sure you will be eager to yeah. be, be shipping. Yes, yes, yes. So that uh, yeah. uh, 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 as, a, as a business person, I do not want to miss the, uh, the opportunities. So that uh, the, uh, the, uh, we, we, we also that the focusing that the CCS, CCUS type technologies and the CO2 transportation uh, will be that quite unique and uh, uh, if it will fly, that it's a uh, very, very unique and important sectors. 
if these CCUS type technologies uh, can be uh, the, uh, uh, economically, commercially viable, then uh, the, it can, uh, it can uh, reduce that the lots of uh, the, uh, the burden of uh, the, the, the people in the world. You have uh, great ambitions, I know, for the Wind Challenger mm -hmm. project that mm -hmm. you developed uh, yourselves. Are you surprised, in retrospect, that um, the sophisticated uh, sails, mm -hmm. uh, if effectively they are sails, mm -hmm. hadn't been developed previously mm -hmm. uh, and, and used? Was it just a, a block to the mindset that meant that they were, uh, people weren't really thinking of optimizing energy in that way? Yeah, it, it's uh, based on the assumption that if we can continue to use uh, that the, uh, uh, the fuel oil, uh, then uh, and uh, the uh, the price of the uh, the oil is reasonably low, it's no point to do that the big hustle uh, to use that uh, to uh, to develop uh, and the. Uh, Materialize uh, the, uh, the wind power. However, now nowadays that uh, the, uh, there are uh, the, our goal changed. That number one, we need to reduce emission. Uh, number two, that uh, the, uh, the, uh, the cost of uh, that uh, the fuel uh, the, uh, became the quite expensive the compared to ten years, twenty years ago. So that uh, the, these uh, the combination. So the uh, idea. Uh, to uh, to use the window, uh, it's not a new idea. That the, uh, it always always uh, existed in the market uh, in the past. Uh, however, that the people didn't care uh, the, the very big attention. So that uh, the, uh, in case of the window challenger project, that uh, the, uh, uh, we uh, actually that uh, the, uh, uh, the we supported uh, the. the uh, uh, the development uh, of uh, the designing and ideas that are quite many years, yep. uh, uh, paying that relatively small budget every year, uh, but uh, the people did not believe very much. But uh, the, the, the now, nowadays, uh, the situation uh, dramatically changed. And uh, the, uh, as uh, my colleague Watanabe mentioned, that uh, nowadays, we should uh, we should do everything what we can do so that uh, the, uh, so uh, uh, certainly that uh, the, uh, the window challenger can reduce five to eight percent of energy consumption. So it is uh, the, uh, now it is uh, even uh, economically viable. Uh, but five years ago, it's good idea, but not economically viable. Yeah. Finally. Um Going back to this issue of the ambition that you need to have and uh, the uh, willingness to take risks, perhaps, what advice would you have to ship owners or, or operators who are either nervous or reticent about committing to changing their mindset, making investments, changing their operations today? How would you, what, what, I don't expect you to um, tell them to do something, but how would you, what would you say is the most important thing for them to consider about the future? Well, my, at some point of time, 
everybody should decide their own position. So that uh, perhaps that, uh, uh, the nowadays that, uh, the, the, uh, the quite many people want to continue that, that the kind of the wait and see attitude. It is understandable because that, uh, still it's not very clear that, uh, that the, uh, the global trend and so uh, people do not want to choose that uh, the bad uh, option. Uh, however, within five to ten years time, definitely that, uh, the, uh, the people need to decide your own position, what, what, what to do uh, in this, in the, if, if you will continue to the, uh, continue the shipping industry, so that uh, the which sector, it it the, the answer should be different the based on that uh, the, uh, the, uh, the sector or area or countries etc. So that, that we, we need to uh, carefully think about our own strategy and our own focus area. Then cannot uh, cannot avoid that uh, that decision making process and uh, it shouldn't be too early but definitely shouldn't be too late here's more on the environment and the business of the ocean as drought continues to plague the panama canal when it's supposed to be the rainy season a reservation to transit the waterway has sold for a record of nearly $4 million at auction. The Panama Canal Authority is restricting transits through the waterway, and now it's closed its doors to vessels without a prior booking, leading one agency to stop tracking waiting times altogether. In the hunt for zero-emission ways to propel ships, what about the ocean itself? My colleague Gary Dixon reports that scientists in the UK are developing a device to maximize wave power for vessels. Liang Yang, a lecturer in marine renewable energy systems at Cranfield University, explained that it's been known for years that ocean waves can partly or wholly propel ships with a specially adapted hydrofoil. Read these stories and more at tradewindsnews.com. Another energy company is turning up its nose at the U.S. offshore wind sector as it faces supply chain woes and high costs. Recharge reports that Enbridge chief executive Greg Ebel says the sector is not attractive compared to Europe. Read about it at rechargenews.com. Music for this episode is by Crystal Squad on Toontank. Tank.